0: Limerick today with Joe Nash on Live 95.
1: With HSE Midwest. For updated factual information, see hse.ie. By staying apart, we can save lives. I don't need to tell you about the anxiety that has been created by COVID 19. And obviously you're conscious of your hygiene, physical distancing and protecting your health and the health of others. But unfortunately, the fear has led to some people ignoring other health issues in a bid uh, to um, avoid attending hospital at all. UHL and Dora Doyle and hospitals right across the country have seen a drop in the number of patients who, for example, previously had heart attacks, have heart conditions or defects or who may be suffering from an emergency heart problem and they're just not presenting for the treatment that they really do need. And I'm joined on the line by Dr. Samar Arnous, who's consultant cardiologist at University Hospital Limerick, and Mr. Tony Maloney, who's vascular and endovascular surgeon at UHL. And uh, you're both welcome. Thank you very much for um, coming in. Um, Samar, this is a really difficult one, isn't it, for you guys? Because obviously the general advice is stay at home, don't travel outside the two kilometres, there are certain essential journeys. This would fall certainly into an essential journey. But the truth is, there is something in people's heads at the moment going, look, I don't want to move. And also, the hospital has enough to be dealing with with COVID-19.
0: Yes, that's a very good point, Joe. So, um, as you said, uh, the general public have done remarkably well in following advice uh, and staying at home and social distancing and keeping hygiene. Uh, but this is going to go on for weeks, maybe months. Um, and the problem is, uh, patients with emergencies are going—you know—the emergencies are, are still going to happen. So, pe- people who uh, have heart attacks, that's not going to change and the data coming both from our own center in UHL and from other centers in in the country but also uh, centers from uh, other other parts of the world where they are ahead of us on the curve of the covid-19 pandemic like um, Spain Italy United States and the, and the UK have shown a significant drop in uh, people presenting to their emergency department with emergencies such as heart attacks, up to 70% in some countries. So that that's not because people are having less heart attacks, it's because people are having heart attacks and they're staying at home. And perhaps it's a, uh, there's a degree of altruism where they're saying there are people with bigger problems, I don't want to come to hospital and burden the system with my complaints. Uh, but... You know, I can certainly speak for our centre. We're definitely well prepared to uh, look after these patients and these emergencies, uh, because it's important if they don't come in, um, and we've again seen in the last few weeks that the patients that do come in, they've had the symptoms for longer than the normal that they normally would would would, would uh, do when would present with. So they're having it for three, four, or five days, and therefore, as a consequence the complication rate is higher and they, and they do worse. So it is very, very important that if you're having symptoms such as chest pains or stroke or something that's an emergency that you'd come in uh, to a hospital with before this pandemic, that you should do so because we have the facilities, capabilities to look after, to look after the patients.
1: Yeah, and Tony Maloney, the other thing from a surgery viewpoint is that there are people who confuse the two. You, they hear this thing about oh, certain surgery is elective, and you know it can be delayed with reasonable safety for a certain length of time. But obviously, there is surgery that you need to have asap.
2: Yeah, there absolutely is, uh, Joe, and thanks for having us on again. Uh, I mean, certainly things like acute appendicitis, uh, abscesses, problems with your legs, abdominal pain, broken bones, uh, the norm, what we all do on a day to day basis, still occurs. Uh, And therefore, these patients, they need to present. And of course, you know, nationally, the team have done an excellent job in telling people to stay away, to cocoon, to isolate. Etc. But But the flip side is important that if you have an acute complaint, you you need to present to us. Uh, And the routes are still available. Uh, And here at UHL, we've done a huge amount of work really in the last month uh, to make those routes available. So while the ED deals with COVID patients, of course, it's dealing with non-COVID patients. And there's now a 24-7 surgical assessment unit. And in fact, a 24-7 medical assessment unit. Furthermore, we we, we have our local injury units, which are open now seven days a week, not only in Johns, but in Ennis and in Nina. And we have our medical assessment units, which again are open, and the hours are available on the UHL website.
1: We're chatting to Tony Maloney, who is vascular and endovascular surgeon at UHL, and Dr. Samar Arnous, who's consultant cardiologist at UHL. But Samar, clearly... this emergency puts pressure on everyone in the hospital and it changes the way that all of you operate. So, in your case, how has it done that?
0: Well, uh, as Mr. Maloney said, we we spent the last few weeks uh, preparing for the surge, so we've converted a lot of our beds into critical care beds, into ICU beds, and uh, obviously that put a lot of pressure on different disciplines, such as cardiology. But we also facilitated and prepared our department and our pathways in a way where that we can deal with the emergencies that come in in a very timely fashion and and as we would uh, previously and we we've, we've come up with also plans and pathways to minimize their hospital stay so they we'll try and get them home once they're treated as soon as possible to clear up beds but also to make sure that they don't get infections and they don't get into into problems so you know we've we've reorganized our team uh, both doctors nurses health professionals to deal with all of that
1: yeah and Tony I mean the thing is most people you know and it's a rational enough consideration think to themselves where is Covid nineteen more likely to live well. It's more likely, surely, to live in a hospital um, and wonder to themselves, can I get in and out safely while not being exposed to it?
2: Yeah, I mean that, that's the question locally, but but of course that's the question internationally. Uh, and as uh, Dr. Arnous has said, we we have set pathways up. Uh, to to allow us uh, to try and segregate these two populations of patients. Uh, And the ED has been set up, as I said, uh, that patients who present with acute problems that are non-COVID or corona-related are sent to a different area for assessment and potential admission and intervention. Uh, And really that pathway is now well-defined and uh, we have adequate manpower to, to cope Uh, I mean, our fear, of course, uh, and and the reason for the interview is to to reach out to the general public to tell them that we're still here uh, and and to tell them that we're still here to treat their problems should they occur. Uh, And, Joe, you alluded nicely to it uh, in in terms of elective surgery and elective interventions, which are currently on hold. But, of course, the emergencies
1: aren't. Mm. And I presume... Samar, that there are certain things that happen to someone and it is an absolute no-brainer. They ring an ambulance and they go to the hospital regardless of what else is happening in the world.
0: Yes, absolutely. So, uh, as we say, if, if you would ring an ambulance uh, for the same reason prior to COVID-19, then you should, you should do the same. And back to your point, of course, there's a small risk by coming into hospital that you'll you'll contract COVID-19, like there's a small risk by us working here that you'll contract COVID-19. But we try and minimize that risk. But it's important to know that by ignoring symptoms of emergencies, such as heart attacks, your risk of death and complications is much higher if you stay at home and don't come in and get treated uh, than, than by trying to come in. And that's what we're seeing from these hospitals who are ahead of us. You know, there, there are a significantly higher number of patients uh, that run into problems that are non-COVID patients as, as a collateral damage because because of the same fact that they're staying at home with their symptoms and they're not presenting to hospital.
1: Yeah, and Tony Maloney, I mean, that's a hidden part of this so far, isn't it? I mean, you as professionals are aware that it's happening, but there will come a point when people analyse outcomes in hospitals and they'll realise it it was um, uh, an effect of COVID-19, but it wasn't directly caused by COVID-19.
2: Yeah, I mean, and and the the Italians, French and Spanish have done that. And as Dr Arnoux said, they're they're a little ahead of us in, in timing. And that's our fear. Uh, Our our fear is that there's people listening that are sitting at home with chest pain. There's people listening that are sitting at home or lying at home with abdominal pain. And they're scared. Of course, they're scared to present. Uh, We've all been uh, driven into a frenzy by social media. Uh, But but we really have come on to to reassure patients that we're still here to take care of them. Mm -hmm. And we're still here to treat their problems should they arise. Uh, And we we, we don't want that to happen. We don't want the heart attack presenting five days later or the perforated appendix that could have been treated uh, as a normal appendicitis. Uh, And really, that's the message that we we, we want to get out, Joe.
1: Presumably as well, Tony, uh, people will get their care pretty quickly at the moment because there has been a drop off in the numbers coming through.
2: They absolutely will. They absolutely will. I mean, we, we, we've we had a really a clear out of the hospitals in preparation for the surge. Uh, and, and as a result, uh, you you will get treated quickly and, and dealt with appropriately uh, uh, by the same consultant-led service that, that we've always had uh, in the Midwest.
1: Okay. All right. Well, look, I think important messages to put out this morning. And finally, Summer, for people who are cocooning at the moment, um, you know, over 70s, who again are hearing the clear and very important advice, do not leave your home. I mean, the current advice is do not leave your home even to take a walk around the block. But they too might be more affected by non-COVID-19 related issues.
0: Yes, absolutely. So the take-home message, if you're well and you're feeling fine, absolutely adhere to, to the advice by staying at home. If you have symptoms that you're concerned about, Either ring your GP or ring the ambulance. It depends on your symptoms. And the, the last thing I'd like to say is, we will be dealing in the next few weeks for the with patients who have, got, have patient appointments or uh, are awaiting operations or awaiting um, procedures. We'll start getting doing doing them as a, you know in, 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 ter- in terms of urgency. So people will come in to be dealt with because we can't. They can't stay at home for the next few weeks. They, they, they're more likely to run into
1: problems that way. OK, well, listen, we're delighted to have both of you on this morning. Because I think it is a very important message. The last thing we want is someone getting in trouble for something that could have been dealt with in good time when people like you are still working, you're there, your teams are there, and you are prepared to help um, as soon as is required. So thank you very much for your time this morning. Thank you. Thank you, that's Dr. Samer Arnous, who's consultant cardiologist at uh, UHL Enduro Doyle, and Mr. Tony Maloney, who's vascular and endovascular surgeon at the same hospital. Limerick today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With HSC Midwest. For updated factual information, see hsc.ie. By staying apart, we can save lives.